This is Working the Beat. It is Friday, September 24th, 2021. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thanks for joining us. Jam-packed show here for you today as we get you set for another football weekend. Also, the end of baseball season as we as the Phillies hit the home stretch. Uh, some of you know I am uh, currently away. Um, my partner... Mike Kern is back in Philadelphia. He will join us shortly. And uh, joining us also from Florida. We're going to hit three different states in this podcast. Um, I'm in Chicago uh, for a family wedding. No, I am not going to Nerd in Wisconsin on Saturday. But um, Mike is back in Philadelphia. And Rob Motti, who covers the Associated Press, longtime Philadelphia bureau chief for Associated Press, national, now the national NFL writer. For the AP, he'll join us. We'll talk Eagles-Cowboys. We'll talk a little bit about the league's uh, first couple weeks as we enter week three. They've decided to move wildcard weekend into a Monday. Uh, That's been reported on, um, it was reported on Thursday night. So we'll take a look at all of that as well as get you set for week three. Mike and I will come back with our college picks and our NFL. L selections here for week three. Interesting time. Obviously, I'm sure Mike and I will also get into Ben Simmons, who is a petulant child and perhaps the worst figure that's ever entered Philadelphia sports. Um, and I'm only like half sarcastic on that. Um, you know, it, it, seriously, dude, grow up. Know your role. <laughs> know, know what you did to this franchise. And the idea that you're going to now lecture all of us uh, is ridiculous, and that you're gonna you're gonna act like the the Sixers are wrong because they stated what everybody else in the world knew when they looked <laughs> in your eyes. And and shame on Doc Rivers, by the way, shame on Doc Rivers for absolutely like lying and saying, "Well, my my comments were misconstrued." No, your comments were exactly what they were. It was a fair question by David Murphy back after the, on the on the night that they lost to the Hawks back on Father's Day. It was an absolute fair question, and for him to to get on this high horse of well, the media took it out of context. No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Because Doc, if you wanted to say, well, I need some time to process all this, then say, hey guys, I need some time to process all this. It was I don't know. That was a man speaking the truth. That was truth serum he gave. And then Doc Rivers tried to backpedal, and Monday Monday over at the complex in Camden is going to be very interesting when media day hits. So um, we'll get in, I'm sure, at some point on uh, the entire Sixers situation. But uh, when we come back, uh, it'll be Rob Motti joining us to discuss the NFL as we enter week three and where the Eagles stand as they head to Dallas for their one primetime appearance, at least scheduled primetime appearance on Monday night against the Cowboys. That's next. Work on the beat continues after this. The Eagles obviously head 
to Dallas for Monday night's only primetime game on the schedule for the Birds at this point. And also, really, maybe the test on how competitive they're going to be this season within the NFC East. Uh, so no better person to talk about that. Some of the other issues going on around the league is they've decided to make Wild Card Weekend into a Monday night, which is interesting. Uh, then Rob Motti, who covers the NFL. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait what? For the – go ahead. Forgive me, Rob. What was this about the wild card on a Monday night? Did I miss something? Wild card weekend is going to be expanded yes. till Monday. Yes. It, it was just announced today at 9 a.m. By the way, Kev, Eagles play Tampa a couple weeks from now on a Thursday night football that, game. That's true. The only Monday night game, I should Monday say. Monday night game. Yes. That's not what you said. I Wait, know. So you're telling me that one wild card game is going to be on a Monday night? One yes. wild card game is on a Monday more, night. More money, more revenue. Wow. I wonder if the Eagles will be in that game. Doubt it. Uh, <laughs> I, I doubt it, but it's a, it's certainly a competitive disadvantage for whatever sure. team playing on a, a Monday night and has to turn around. They better not schedule them the following Saturday. It's got to be a Sunday. Well, if they schedule them on a Saturday, the NFL should be shot. Yeah, well, they, just, can't, they can't do that. Well, yeah. and, and Rob, let me get to that before I get to the Eagles. Um, how are they going to balance this? How are they going to how are they going to decide what team plays on a Monday night? It, it, it seems a little weird, doesn't it? Short straw. Yeah. But but the NFL will argue this. We have Saturday games and teams that play the previous Sunday and then come back and play on Saturday. It's yep. it's it's the same. It's a short a, a one day shorter week, and now it it would be a Monday to although that Saturday afternoon games and afternoon usually they're afternoon or they could be night games. So they'll argue that that it's it's fine that teams have done this before. I don't I know. There isn't going to be any head coach who's going to be happy about that, and players are going to complain about it. And I'm surprised that the NFLPA, if they haven't already, and I'll, I'll probably check into that certainly in the next uh, hour or so, uh, how do they feel about that? Because players have complained, we know, often, and they have a point about the Thursday night football games. Yeah. Nobody likes playing those Thursday games, and, and you see injuries. And yesterday, last night, you have Christian McCaffrey and hamstring and, and – and J.C. Horn breaking his foot, and 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 now Matt Rule's losing. He's three and zero, and he's losing two of his two of his big time guys. Nice. And that's just a, on a Thursday well, they, night they've football done, game. They've done this. I I wondered this before. Sometimes the NCAA tournament, you have teams play on Saturday, team play on Sunday, and they'll meet the following week in a semifinal. You know, yeah, but, but that's, that's six days. I mean, that's, I, I well, it's six days here too, Kevin. Yeah, if you play on a Monday and you don't play the following Sunday, that's six days. But one team could have seven days, right? Or yeah. one team could be have could have been off, yeah. The now, week before, that, yeah. Rob, so, Rob, one one other question, like with this, um, the the idea. Uh, I know this is probably. I'm assuming this is for television purposes. It is King Day, right? It's King Day weekend, so they figure they can get an audience. I guess on on the holiday is that part of the reason they want to do the Monday night. I, I don't know how much more of an audience the NFL needs. Right. The 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 NFL, it, whatever games they put on, are always going to be play, especially playoff games. The rating the ratings are so good. They're con- and no matter what people think along the way, oh, they're going down. This maybe there's different devices now that you're watching games from. I'm following games on my phone. Who's watching them on iPads? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? Mm-hmm. The NFL is king, and and they can they can get away with it, guys. 
because they can do whatever they – if they wanted to play a, a, a Wednesday night football game, a Tuesday night football game, you're going to have people, and I, I'll be there. I don't like it for the fans. I, don't, I, I, don't, I mean, I don't like it for the teams, but fans are going to be, especially now with everybody's got a betting sponsor, everybody's talking about uh, lines and, and not just fantasy. We went from fantasy now to flat-out betting on the games. If they could have a game every night of the week, I know they would try to. Let's get they could to, play at three o'clock with betting lines. They could play at three o'clock. Yeah, in yeah. A, in the A of M, yeah. it would not. We've, we've seen that with the London games. Yeah. Yeah. People love that stuff. They get up at you know eight thirty. They get a bag or they watch a football game. They love it. Yeah. Let me let's get to the Eagles here. Um, What's your reaction to them after two weeks? I mean, I, I thought they obviously they play well in Atlanta. I thought there were times last week they looked pretty good, uh, especially through the first half. They looked fairly dominant. Um, but they still have some talent deficits. And I guess the question is when you go on the road against, I think, a more talented Cowboy team, is this where this gets exposed a little bit? Yeah, I'm concerned about Monday night for that reason, but I was surprised week one and how sharp they looked. They were impressive offensively. They were impressive on defense, holding Matt Ryan and the Falcons to just two field goals, and uh, they were completely dominant on the the lines, offensive line, defensive line, and I thought they weren't in week two against the 49ers. I didn't think they were going to win that game, but I also didn't think that they would uh, not score, not be able to – uh, move the ball, and they they just couldn't do anything. When Jalen Hurts completes only 12 passes, the wide receivers had five receptions, I believe, in the first quarter, yeah. and then only one the rest of the game. What happened? Uh, he underthrew a couple balls early. Uh, we, we all know about the Jalen Rieger stepping out, but I think this team is what I thought they'd be, very inconsistent, a uh, lot of growing pains. You got coaches who are learning on the fly, um, and they're going to continue to have some ups and downs. And when you look at that schedule, guys, they may not have another opportunity. They're not going to be favored for a while, and they, and they haven't been, but they may not win another game until Halloween. The schedule gets a little bit difficult for them because I had looked previously at the Carolina game as well. Right, Carolina is a winnable game. Well, now they're off to a 3 0 start. I know they're banged up and, and whatnot, but they look like a better, they're certainly a better football team. So you go to Dallas on a Monday night, and this could be one of those games where a, a lot of the weaknesses, a lot of the flaws get exposed. Now you lose Brandon Graham. You lose Brandon Brooks. Those are two big losses. And, and, and I know that Brandon Graham, everyone wants to talk about the emotional leader he is, and he certainly is. He is that guy. He is the heart and soul. But he's also a pretty decent pass rusher who's got a high energy, high motor, who's always around, who's in the fourth quarter still giving offensive linemen fits, and now you've got to replace that. And then Brandon Brooks is a three-time Pro Bowl right guard that you're replacing with a rookie who was oft injured. So there's going to be a transition there. And, and, and if you can't dominate up front on both lines, the Eagles are going to have some issues. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. And is anybody shocked that Brandon Brooks – all I kept hearing was, well, if the line stays healthy, Brandon Brooks has been injured like – you know, three of the last four years. The guy from Alabama that they're putting in has been injured the last four Brandon years. Brandon so, Dickerson. Okay, okay, so I'm the idiot who keeps thinking, no, you're not going to go 16 games without game, but we'll see. But this is one of those games. I mean, you're only a three-and-a-half-point underdog on the road, which basically means the world thinks the game's a fairly even game. You know, this is one of those games. You're not beating the Chiefs. 
You, I don't think you're beating the Bucks, even though the Bucks will, you know, have a whatever. Yeah, this is one of those games that, you know, if you don't win, you're probably looking at like one and five. Yeah, it's 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 going to be tough. Uh, I I kind of looked at that Bucks game and 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 thought, well, they're in LA this weekend, and it's a tough one against the Rams, and then they got Brady's return in New England, so now you got a tough game against the Rams. You got Brady's emotional return to New England and then the Eagles four days later on the road. And it could be one of those, uh, they overlook the birds and and, and they they sneak in and steal one. Uh, We'll see what the ebbs and flows are in two weeks from now, but they're not good. They're not the better football team um, going up against anyone over the course of the next several weeks. and, And probably not until they face the Giants and who knows what the Giants will look like by then. And this is an opportunity where the Eagles on Monday night, the line, Mike, as you bring that up, right, the line is the only thing that has me feeling like there's a chance that it'll be closer than it's I want telling to say you it. It's telling you something, Rob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Rob, what's the bigger loss, Brooks or Graham, in the sense of the Eagles have more depth, in theory at least, at defensive end that they could – rotate guys in and out. I I really think the Brooks, yeah, you're putting Landon Dickerson in in his second NFL game, a real tough spot. Um, And it, it, the trickle down effect is I'm not sure how much of a running game they're going to be able to get a power running game. They're going to be able to get how much pressure this is going to put on Hertz. If the, if you get tackle blitzes, Um, I just, I really wonder, I, I think the Brooks injury long-term is the bigger killer than the Graham one. I, I don't discount what you say that he's their best pass rusher and all that, but they have other options that yeah, they could generate yeah, no, a pass they, rusher. And, and they, they got more debt. Josh Schwetz just got a whole lot of money to get to the quarterback. So he, he's going to be called up. But Ryan Kerrigan's, a, he's no slouch either. So Ryan Kerrigan's going to get more snaps. So they could fill in for BG. It depends on Brandon Brooks, though. Are we talking about the three-time Pro Bowl right guard, Brandon Brooks, or a guy who's still feeling his way back and still getting uh, back out there after missing a whole season? And I know he played well the first week of the season. He was really good against the Falcons. But, yeah, he's a major loss because when you have have Brooks and and Lane Johnson healthy on the right side of the offensive line, you could actually run behind those guys with Kelsey – at the center spot. I, w- I want to see them this Monday night game against Dallas come out and run the football. Make a concerted effort. I know it's, it's not it's not glamorous. I know it's not what the NFL is now. I know it's boring to some people. But when you have a guy like Miles Sanders who's, who's close to five yards a pop, give him the ball. Just just run the ball. It's not it's not what the owner wants, though. Yeah. Well, you got at least, at least do it first and goal mm-hmm. from the one or second and goal from the one, or third and goal from the one. Yeah. Like, when you're at the freaking one-yard line, run the ball in the end zone. I don't need no Philly special light. Let, let, me, let, me, let me ask you about Sirianni. Because, yeah, obviously a lot of focus was paid last week to, to the calls on the goal line, okay? I found it more disturbing that it seemed like the only pass plays they really ran for the wide receivers were deep balls. Like, way deep. Nothing between... The hashes. They didn't use the tight ends at all. It, it it just it almost reeked of PlayStation football. You know, what I mean, like throw deep, throw deep, throw deep. No, you can't win like that. It was and it was completely opposite of what they did successfully against Atlanta. Yeah. I love what they did against the Falcons when they came out and and I thought maybe you'd get Rieger or Devontae involved early. Instead, it was Quez Watkins with three consecutive uh, passes to start the game and, yeah. and Quez, Quez uh, gets involved in. 
And you, you can't go from short and mid-range game like you did successfully against Atlanta. Now they'll say you take what the defense gives you. If the defense is taking those deep pops away, you stay with the short and a mid-range game. And if they're giving you that, if they're allowing you that, you go deep. Now you were facing a 49er team, though, that was missing two, two corners, two, right. two starting corners. So it's extremely disappointing that you come out of that game with 12 complete passes, 12 passes in a, a game where you, you're losing – for the entire second half, and you're facing an injury-depleted secondary, and you can only complete 12 balls, that there's a problem there. And I know there's a lot of shots downfield. You, that he Nick was very um, he, well, very critical of his own play calling, and as well he should be. But uh, we heard that before. We heard that with Andy Reid yeah. a whole lot of times. Well, is that more on is that more on Hertz or is that I'm sorry, Mike? Is that more on Hertz or is that more on on Sirianni though? In a sense of only completing twelve passes. I mean, the play calls may be bad, but there had to be other people that the quarterback could have found that were open, right? Yeah, well, they only tried what they only threw twenty three times, right? They yeah. Had, yeah. So they throw twenty three times, completes fifty two percent of his passes, and and, and he, he completes twelve of them. There was a and he ran and he ran. Yeah, he, he ran well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. He ran well. But they, there was the two deep ones early in a game. If you complete one of those, the game looks different, right? If, if you if you connect on one of those deep balls, the game looks totally different. If Jalen Rieger, now he did connect on Jalen Rieger. But Jalen stepped out, stepped out of bounds, so it's an incomplete pass. But that, that was a nice Completed throw. on the Watkins pass, too, obviously. The yeah. 91 yarder that got him to the Yeah, goal. And 91 yards, and they can't. And it was a beautiful throw. That was a beautiful play, throw, beautiful play. And uh, how often do you see a 90-plus yard play in a series and you still don't score a touchdown that ain't good no mike somebody somebody's got to explain to me i've never heard this before but i'm sure it's happened how you go the last 37 minutes i think it was without completing one pass to a wide receiver and you have the number 10 pick in the draft that you were you know and i understand look he's not jerry rice but he comes into the league don't you have to try to get him involved even a little bit I mean, it was almost like he wasn't on the field. And I'm just sitting there going, okay, you know, this is your future. And I'm not saying you're going to throw to him 20 times because you do have walk-ins and you have, you have tight ends. They didn't even throw the tight ends well. But I don't know. It just seems to me – and, look, I'm not down on Sirianni. He, get, he gets all the benefit of the doubt. I think I've seen some good things out of him. But that, to me, was just – that loss was almost on the coaching staff more than anything else to me. Yeah, and and you're right, and – the benefit of the doubt is something he does deserve because he he coached so well, right, in week one. Mm-hmm. So he had such a, a an excellent scheme, a game plan in week one against an inferior opponent, but it was out there and it worked. And then you come back in week two. You know, it's funny. We talk about lines. So a lot of people last week say Devontae Smith over under was three and a half receptions. It's like stealing money. Man, it, it tells you something when when something yeah. looks that easy, when something looks that simple. He yeah. gets two in the first right. quarter, and you're like, ah, oh, he's on pace for eight. Anybody? You, who took you know that what over? it was, Rob? You know what it was, Rob? Too coming off game one, and 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 then yeah. look, Atlanta stinks. We all know that, but they still played well. It almost seemed like Sirianni fell into the trap of trying to outsmart himself, of like that whole thinking down at the goal line. Yeah, like you say, just sneak the guy two, three times. He's going to score. It almost seems like he got caught up in that a little bit, which, hey, he's a first-time coach. It happens. You know, don't – so many guys try to do that. They, they overthink everything instead of just yeah. saying, hey, let's throw a 10-yard pass to Devontae Smith. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard. 
Nick Sirianni is extremely aware of his audience. And I just hope too much that being aware of his audience does not impact or influence the way he coaches his football team. I don't care about the T-shirts he wants to wear. It's cool. It's funny. I had a good laugh this week with Jalen Hurts about it. And now he's got the Beat Dallas shirt yesterday and and, and all that stuff. I really hope that he he didn't decide to call the Philly special uh, because it was his first home game, and he really thought that that was the best possible play to punch the ball in from the three-yard line. Just retire the Philly special. It's never going to work at a level close to what it did in Minneapolis. Just put it away forever. Well, Doug brought it back. He did. Week one of the the following year. And it worked on a third down pass to Nick Foles again. But it's a Nick Foles play. But that's a gold standard. You don't touch that again. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Let me ask you about a couple other things around the league. Um, I mean, Baltimore... Beating Kansas City last week, I thought it was significant only in this sense. One, the Ravens looked like they were ready to get knocked out or, or you know early because of all the injuries and all that. But two, it made Kansas City look pretty mortal uh, after not looking all that well for about forty five minutes on in their opener against Cleveland. Has should we read too much? Uh, can we read too much into Kansas City after week two? Kind of being one and one and not looking the most stable at this point. I, I think the AFC is not locked in stone that it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I took Kansas City to get to the Super Bowl again, but I, I think Buffalo, I was disappointed with Buffalo's first game of the season against Pittsburgh. I thought they came out flat. They were a popular pick to make it to the Super Bowl. Now they bounce back in week two. But I think you look at Buffalo, you look at KC, uh, I don't, I'm not a believer in Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. I mm-hmm. think they can only get so far, but you got to put them in, in, in the mix. I love John Harbaugh as a head coach. And for this guy yeah. to be able to take a team that was decimated, ravaged by injuries. I mean, they were, when you lose guys on back-to-back plays, Gus Edwards and Marcus Peters, and then you already lost JK Dobbins and, and you have all these injuries and, and every coach talks about next man up mentality, but man, they're living it out, right? And they go out there and, and they're, they're facing a tough loss against them. They hadn't blown a 14 nothing lead in the Harbaugh era, and they do that. And now coming back on a short week to face the Kansas City Chiefs and his mentor, Andy Reid, and his team finds a way to win that. Like, I can't give John Harbaugh enough credit for getting those Ravens ready to play that game. And for that reason, I don't care how many guys they lose. I think they're always going to be in the mix, in the race. I picked them to win their division. I didn't care about the injuries. I said they'll win the division anyway. So now you you put them in Kansas City, Cleveland, Buffalo, all as potential teams who who can come. I still think KC is is the team to beat for sure. And, and but they have some issues. They, they're, they're, they I do. think the defense has some significant issues, to be honest. A, a, absolutely. Now, the offensive line have five new starters, and they right. came in, and, 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 right. and they've been okay, and, and they're going to only, I would think, as they play together, develop more continuity, more chemistry, get better along the offensive line. But they got to clean some things up for sure. That was, a, that was in college what you would call a program win. That's exactly yeah. what that was. That was because mm-hmm. of John Harbaugh and the, and the culture he has there and all that. But let, let's be real. I mean, Kansas City fumbles the ball. And, uh, yeah, okay, they haven't looked like 
And you do sometimes get that post Super Bowl runner up thing. We've seen it with Super Bowl runner ups, not necessarily with the Super Bowl winner, but with the runner up. But Kansas City's Kansas City. And I agree. I, I, and I would still, and I, look, maybe they're not, maybe they have, I'll take their issues. Give yeah. me Kansas City's issues with Patrick Mahomes. So I lost a game where I put up 30-some on the board. Yeah, maybe your defense ain't all that. And can we please get past this notion that the NFL has figured out the Baltimore quarterback? I hear that every week. Well, you know, they're going to figure him out. You know, he can't get to a suit. Did they look like they figured him out? No, no. And everybody knows what he's going to do. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but he he does it. He's unstoppable, man. He 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 really is unstoppable, and and yeah, his postseason success isn't comparable to his regular season success. He hasn't had much success in the postseason, and uh, I I heard his his MVP year midway through that year, uh, the NFL figure him out. Well, he just kept on going and had an MVP season. <laughs> so it, it's it's just he's hard he's hard to beat. He's hard to stop. Robin. And some weeks he's some weeks he's not Superman. You know, you can't be Superman every single week. Rodgers isn't – Brady isn't even sometimes – I mean, everybody. So, yeah, he's going to have games. And maybe they are in the postseason when the competition gets better and, and they, they have no wide receivers to throw to and this is what they are. But I'm telling you, what he did on Monday night and what that team did, my God. I, I don't know where Baltimore is going to finish this year. I, but that, that guy, man, somehow you wish he would have become a coach of the Eagles at some point. Rob, uh, let me before we let you go, two quick questions. In the NFC, I mean, right now I think on paper you would go Bucks and Rams. Is Dallas the sneaky team in this? Because look at the way I mean, you saw them play. God, you sound like Green. You sound like Greenberg. I know, but in a sense of <laughs> you saw you saw the Cowboys play the Bucks in person on yeah. opening night, and then they go to they go to LA. Chargers aren't bad, and for them to win that game there. And you keep looking at the talent they have. And, yes, there are some significant coaching issues. I'm not going to doubt that. But they look like the, the best chance maybe to knock off Tampa or the Rams at this you're, point. You're forgetting about Green Bay? My God. That's what I was going to say. On, I, I don't, I'm not there with Green Bay right now. I'm just not. That's fine. You, you yeah. don't have to be. But I'm just saying, right now, I'll take Green Bay over Dallas. I, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's going out on any kind of a limb. Go ahead, Rob. I'm, Green Bay was my Green Bay was my uh, preseason pick to get to the Super Bowl. I had Kansas City and Green Bay. I went against uh, uh, a rule that I had that was as long as Tom Brady's playing football, I'm going to pick him. But once, <laughs> yeah. once he got to number seven last year, I said, I, I, I've rode that out long enough. I'm done now. I'm going to move on. I'm going to go with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers and, and, and him on that. And then he comes out and looks so awful week one. And I thought it was – it was so nonsensical that people were saying, is he trying to purposely sabotage the Green Bay Packers no. by playing so poorly in, in week one? Like, he's a professional football player who just had a bad game, and it was a terrible game coming off a tumultuous offseason. He's not trying to sabotage anything. He's too competitive to do that. Uh, I put them right – like, right now, to me, it's Tampa, L.A., and I, I'll put Green Bay right there in that mix. I do think, like, what you're saying, though, Kevin, is Dallas being sneaky – can, can Dallas really sneak up on anybody because they're quote-unquote America's team? Everybody's aware of them and the talent. But uh, I'm really impressed by Dak Prescott. Always have been. I really like what he can do. Love the way he's bounced back from that injury and what he's done. Now Tony Pollard has a nice game running, gives them another option. 
for Zeke. So they're going to need, if they stay healthy, every team you could say that about if they stay healthy, I think they'll figure things out defensively. I think they're actually better defensively than they've been, though, in the last couple of years. And they have to be. They were historically Yeah, like how could they be worse? Yeah, but you go to L.A. and you hold Herbert the way they did last week. I thought that was pretty impressive. Okay. okay. We get, they've also, they've forced six turnovers in two games. You're going to do a lot of things when you force six turnovers yeah. into. I'm not knocking what they did, what they've done so far. We're two games in. Let let's just, you know, I, I get it. We all want to be the first person to say that team. May, maybe Dallas will be good and they'll be a threat in January. I, I don't know this. I picked them to win the division, but let's just calm the brakes a little bit. If the Eagles go in there Monday night and beat them, what are you going to say on Tuesday morning? Yeah, you know, and then the Eagles could go there and win. I'm not saying they're going to, yeah. but they're three and a half point underdog. I mean, you sorry. know, go ahead, Rob. Sorry, I, I I had Dallas winning division at ten wins. Eagles, uh, I, I think that division is a seven bottom, ten top. That's it. Yeah. I don't think anybody win, wins more than ten, and I think it's the Cowboys coming out of there. But with Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator, I love the addition of Michael Parsons. I think their defense is going to get. He's better. good. Yeah, God, he's he's good. gonna get better. Par- Parsons is. I wanted him. I thought like that. I would have taken him at ten. He goes. It Kevin, goes. Every, Kevin, he goes think, against everything the Eagles do. But I, I just love that playmaker yeah. at line. Kevin, you you followed Penn State pre- pretty lot, and I I agree with you, Kevin. Like at number, I would have let. I would have taken him at ten with the Cowboys. The Cowboys trade up to take the wide receiver, and I would have taken Parsons. Yeah. But did you think he was going to be this good this fast? I didn't think this good this fast. Remember, he sat out last year, too. I know. I mean, I know. That, was, that was another factor. I wondered if it would be a slow development. But, yeah, wow. I, I thought he would be good. I thought he's an intimidator. Uh, final question before I let you go. Phillies make the playoffs? No. No. Despite Freddie's heroics. You love your Freddie. You proud. and, my, you I'm, and I'm Lawrence. The <laughs> I'm the president of the Freddie fan club. It's just no coincidence that, that Freddie comes into that locker room, that clubhouse, and here come the Phillies, right? <laughs> I, I think it, it, I, it, Kev, every night, like, I'm, I'm following the games. Like, I, I, I'm watching more Phillies baseball now on my phone in Tampa than I did when I covered the team <laughs> up in Philly because it's, I, you know, I'm, 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 I love baseball. I'm following it. And when you fall behind the Pirates six nothing, they come back and win, and they sh- they're struggling to win some of these games, man. And I, I just don't think they have enough. The Aaron Nola. Hey, remember this: you got Nola going next Wednesday in the Ooh. finale of the most important series of the year. What so more confidence could you have in this team? I, I'm just I'm hoping Vince Velasquez gets his start against the, the Braves this weekend Ooh. for San Diego. I think he's got something in him. He's going to give a gift to his team. Is he on four days rest Sunday? Uh, he pitched, uh, what are we, Thursday? Uh, yeah, Friday, Friday uh, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. No, they might well, miss the, Vinny V. They're going to miss Vinny V, and, and they, they missed Arietta, who ended up getting released. So it's it's unbelievable. Uh, Rob Monty from the National NFL Writer and always the Philadelphia guy for the Associated Press. Hey, Rob, thanks for joining us. Uh, good luck and uh, enjoy enjoy Florida because I'm jealous of you. Uh, you know how that. Can you, how can you not enjoy Tampa? <laughs> it, just stopped, it just stopped raining. Like it, it rained every day for the seven weeks I've been here. And, wow. and the past two days are the only days so far that it's not in the forecast. So yeah. Rob, have you been to a Burn Steakhouse yet? No, no, I have not. Got to go. All I'm right. telling you. Okay. Burns, B-E-R-N-S. 
I got you there. All right. All right. My wife made a nice fillet yesterday, so I, oh, I was I was taken care of in the house. But you got a good um, wife, man. That's right, yeah, man. Yeah, nice, nice fillet. Now, now I want to go see if we got left. It's not too early. No, time day, no, it's right? it's eleven thirty. You're good. So it's never too early for fillet. Never too early. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Rob right, Motti joins us. We'll be back on work on the beat right after this. Our thanks to Rob Motti for joining us. Uh, some interesting, you know, always good. Now that Rob's doing the national perspective, but he obviously has the Eagles focus because he was long time here. It's good to get a feel right now on how he views where the Eagles stand in this division. It sounds like to him, he thinks, you know, Dallas is the favorite, but, you know, at this point, the Eagles could still be competitive, but the next, if they survive the next couple of weeks. Hey, I'm watching the Ryder Cup from Whistling Straits. I played there in 2004. I'm about I'm what about is, an hour and a half south. Yes, I know you are. You're not. It, it, it's it's a very scenic. It's right on Lake Michigan. It's yep. it's really cool. Um, yeah. Um, look, we, we don't know what the Eagles are yet. You know, they they haven't looked bad. You know, they should have probably won that game last week. They didn't. Okay. Um, that's going to happen. Uh, but we could be sitting here three, four weeks from now, and they could be one and five. We we don't know this. That's what a lot of people – they could go to Dallas on Monday and win. You know, I, I don't think they can beat Kansas City or Tampa, but they get them both here. I, I just don't see them beating those two teams, but upsets happen. Carolina looks like a tough game. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know exactly how their schedule falls. I keep forgetting – where Detroit comes in and where the trip to Las Vegas. I mean, look, they go to Las Vegas. Las Vegas has looked fairly good so far. Things change in the NFL so quick. But, yeah, I don't think the Eagles are going to be that three-win thought they were going to be. Neither do I think they're going to be an 11-win team that some people thought they were going to be. I, I think they're going to be in that eight-win, nine-win, seven-win kind of range. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we got to let it – this is a big game, Kevin. Oh, I mean, it's huge. It's, you know, if you win, and they don't play any more division games till the end of the year, if you win, if, if nothing else, it makes you want to know in the division. And and it's a win over Dallas, which everybody kind of considers the favorite. Yeah, that, that would be – and I, I, do I think they're going to win Monday night? No. I think if you – I think, you know, put the gun to my head, I'm going to take the Cowboys. But – if you tell me they're going to win as a three-man-half-point underdog in Dallas, I mean, they got skunked there last December pretty pretty good. But, that you know, that was a different team, different altogether. So, yeah. it'd be nice if the Eagles well, – so what? let me ask you a question. What do you take more out of the fact that the Eagles have not turned the ball over in two games or that they haven't turned the ball over in two games? I take more of the Eagles haven't forced a turnover yet because their defense has played fairly well. Um, right, but you don't think it's good that Jalen Hurts and, and the guys haven't turned the ball I, over? I, I honestly also look at the two defenses they faced, um, and neither one of them, uh, neither one of them, in my mind, you know, kind of made you made you stand up and think. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just but don't... San Francisco's, San Francisco's not... I think you wonder... No, but San Francisco's big, defense was also without its two starting corners, so... I know, no, no, I get that. But San Francisco, I think, is a playoff team. I, I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl team. They're, I think they're, they're a playoff there. team. I mean, you could take the whole West and make it a playoff team. Yeah, I get it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, somebody, yeah, somebody's not going to. Right, you're right. 
yeah, you're right. The West, that West division, my God. All three could that. make. It's theory, in theory. Could be all four. I mean, I know four can't make it. No, they can. But with three oh, wild cards. With three wild cards yeah, now, yeah. Kind of, that would be that would be kind but, of you would have to sweep. Is. You would have to sweep your non-conference opponent or your non-divisional opponents. Because yeah. the Cardinals are are a decent team. Seattle, I don't know what to make of Seattle. I think Seattle is actually the weakest link in that group. <laughs> yeah, but they got Russell Arizona's Wilson. defense is pretty good, and Murray keeps just impressing me. Could, could you imagine if San Francisco had if, if they could swap quarterbacks and get Wilson? And now look, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is fine. He's a winning quarterback. But I just don't think he's a great quarterback. Well, I Mike, think he's a good quarterback. Russell Wilson on that team. Oh, God. Well, Mike, think team. about this, though. You know, two of the other three divisions besides the West, okay? The East, I don't think you can expect they're going to have a wild card coming from the East. And maybe the Central. And the Central's not going to give a wild card. No, you know, you're right. Minnesota's yeah, you're pretty right. bad. You're right. How about the, how about the South? Well, the South, you, you may make, have to, you'll have Tampa and maybe Carolina, but Carolina being well, so beat up. Well, we don't know what New Orleans is yet. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't encouraging what happened last yeah. week. For I them. don't think Carolina is as good. Look, I love Matt Rule, and he's going to do a good job there. Yeah, they've kind of had an I, easy I road think, here though, too. I still think they do it. Yeah, they do, and I still think they're a year away. Yeah, I know somebody who made a bet on them to win the division. I said, "Yo, dude, they're, no. they're in the Tampa Bay's division." And then, but they were six to one before the season to finish second in that division. Now, I would have made that bet because mm-hmm. all you got to do is beat New Orleans. You know, we don't know what New Orleans is, but I mean, all those teams in the West, I think, are better than Carolina. Yeah. But again, it doesn't matter. Uh, and I'm telling you, I think the, the Rams, I think Stafford going there, I look, I think that was a great move by them. Goff for Stafford, the, 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 it's not even close. And, and he must feel like he's been reinvented or, or released or rejuvenated or whatever word you want to throw in there. I think they're – and their defense is good. So I, I think the Rams – this week's game's fascinating. Yeah. Tampa at the Rams. I, I think that's great game. All right. So we've now hit the uh, picks portion of the broadcast. You're not going to discuss the Phillies, huh? No, we'll, wow. we'll, we'll get back to the Phillies, and I want to get a quick – 30 seconds on Ben Simmons with you, too. Um, 30 seconds? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put you on a clock on that. He's a baby. There, I did it in two seconds. Okay, there you go. All right, so we're done, yeah. Ben Simmons. All right, here so I we got go. 28 more, I got 28 more seconds. Go ahead, say go. it again. You got 28 seconds of saying he's a baby. It, this all comes down to, first of all, Doc has been put in a horrible position because he lied the other day. Yeah. Okay, he lied. He was forced to lie, whether the management told him to lie. When they have tapes of you saying something, you can't go back and say, I said this. When somebody can then play the tape and say, no, you didn't. Sure, sure you so can, Mike. It's the post-truth era. Come on. Well, I, okay, you're right. You're right. But anybody with a brain on their heads then says, Doc, you're, you're lying. Okay, fine. Whatever. Ben Simmons, they're not going to talk Ben Simmons into playing for the Sixers. I'm not sure the players want them to talk Ben, no. ben Simmons into playing for the Sixers. But here's the, the whole thing in this. Who has the leverage? Ben has the leverage. Yeah, he if he's willing to sit out and not get paid, then Ben has the leverage. Yeah. And the Sixers can sit there all they want and say, we're going to let him rot on the vine, and we're going to throw a season away or throw a half a season away and hope the guy from Portland decides in January he wants to get traded or the guy in Washington, and then we can try to make that trade because that's the only trade Sixers fans are going to be happy with 
unless they get the guy Halliburton from Sacramento, maybe they're a little satisfied. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're, the, the trade venue, I mean, we're going to trade Andrew Wiggins, trade him for Andrew Wiggins, and, and, and Golden State doesn't want him. So, I, you know, I, I, Ben's sitting there. Ben, ben holds all the cards. Because if Ben don't show up and he's willing to not make money, I don't know what the hell else he can do. Yeah. All right. So that's our 30 seconds on Ben Simmons. I went, no, that was about 48 seconds. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, here we go. Our picks. Our pit segment. There we go. You know, I, I was looking at last week. We, we, we had a couple that were good and a couple yeah. weren't good. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. So, it wasn't um, awful. No. It was. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't great. It was because if you're only going 500, then you then you're not winning, which you know is all that really matters. So, um, okay. But we trudge on. We trudge on. Uh, let's start with college football, and I'll, I'll let you uh, take. I'll let you take now, the first. I, I took again, as I tell you, everybody every week. I took about 10 minutes going over this because I forgot. That I'm looking at the lines for the first time now. So, <laughs> yeah, no, okay. But I'm just saying, I, I looked at one game and, and I never play over on their side. But LSU, Mississippi State. I actually have over, that game. I have that game. I think it's 55. Head. Okay. I think the number's 55. Last year they scored 78. You got Mike Leach at Mississippi State. I don't know what LSU is, to be honest with you, anymore. Yeah, I was going to be all over LA, but I'm just throwing it out there. I saw a couple to the over 55 year might not be a bad play, but let, forget about. It. Uh, and before you go on, I'll, I'll you give you like my, LSU. I like LSU late at two and a half at this point. I think that they stabilized themselves after the UCLA uh, loss. They looked really good actually against Central Michigan last week. Um, yeah, and what is Central Michigan? But mm-hmm. but here's the thing: Mich- uh, Mississippi State lost at Memphis. Yeah, I know. Uh, I you know. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I'm trusting a lot that that Brad. It looks John, too. It looks too easy. Yeah. Like when I first looked at that line, I thought the same thing you did. How can you not play LSU in that game? I, I'm and trusting the fact that Max Johnson, who, who's mm-hmm. throwing 11 touchdowns to only two picks, is going to not turn the ball over against Mississippi State. I don't trust Mike Leach because he always, he seems to get me. Um, when I don't want to be got when I don't want to be gotten. Um. Okay, I've got a few here. Go ahead. My friend, my friend in Toledo, who isn't always right, but he's sometimes right. I stayed in Toledo the other night. Did you go to Tony Paco's? Uh, I stayed in Toledo because the storms were so bad coming across. It was basically the hotel uh, and sleep. Kevin, it's a violation. I'm sorry. Tony Paco's. I'm sorry, but on the if you go on the way home, if you go through Toledo, stop at Tony Paco's. Okay. You got to. It's the it's the thing from Klinger on Match. It's a real live place. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the original one, I think, is downtown near the baseball stadium. Uh, he said to take the ball states, getting the five at home off of those Toledo Rockets. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to throw that out there for whatever it's worth. I think they're two of the best teams in that conference. Uh, they both lost a couple of weeks ago. Toledo lost to uh, Notre Dame. Ball State lost to Penn State. So I'll trust him. Ball State getting five at home. Ah, what the hell do I know? All right, I'm gonna um, I, I'm gonna give you Team A and Team B. Okay, Team A has against two uh, against two FCS opponents or uh, FBS opponents scored a combined 17 points. 
Okay. Team B has posted a hundred and some point, a hundred and twenty points. I think it is here in three games. Okay. Team A is favored by ten. Team A is Clemson. Team B is North Carolina State. Team B is at home. I'm taking NC State. Give me the ten. I don't like Clemson's offense right I got, now. I got NC State was one of my games. I don't like. Yeah. I, I think Clemson's well, offense you know what, is awful. You know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? Clemson will win by seventeen because they're Clemson. Yes, but I agree with you. I agree with you. And I didn't even look at those numbers, so I don't. Even, because one of Clemson's games was obviously against Georgia, and Georgia's really good. But yeah, I'm with the you. Georgia Tech I, game I, is the I'm one not, I'm. I will be really worried about if I'm a Clemson fan. But, but as soon as we start thinking Clemson ain't Clemson, they'll bite us in the butt. But I agree with you. I would take NC State. Given now, this one game, I, I understand why, and I'm, I'm not advocating you take it. Akron's getting 48 and a half at Ohio State. Akron might be the worst team in college football. No, Ohio State's playing their second string quarterback or whatever. And, and but I'm just saying, 48 and a half. I, I wouldn't take it on general principle, but if Ohio State and Ohio State could win the game 60 to nothing mm-hmm. for all, maybe Akron won't score, but I just thought it was a 48 and a half. So if their quarterback was playing, what would the line have been? 58? Uh, 58. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, he's got to be worth some points. Okay. Uh, let's see. I got three others down here, and I don't know which one to give you. So I'm, I'll give you all three. Go ahead. Um, I got the Baylors are getting seven at home from the Iowa States. And Baylor ain't the Matt Rule Baylor. But they're they're good. Mm-hmm. I, I, Iowa State's one of those teams. There was a lot of expectation. I think this will just be a close game. I'm I do sure too. I agree. Okay, uh, Arkansas getting five off of Texas A and M at home, or no? I think they're playing. It's a neutral field. I take that back. I think it's in at the Jerry well, Jones. Texas A and M is at Jerry World. Okay, so and that might temper my feelings a little bit. But like four of the last six games, these teams have played. I think have either went into overtime. Or been decided. I'm, I'm not thrilled with that game because I know Arkansas. I went against Arkansas a couple weeks ago when they trashed Texas. And then AM is good, but all the games these teams play seem to be tight. And the other one, and, and this, I think I'm getting trapped here. I think I'm getting wackadoodle, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Michigan State's laying five at home to Nebraska. I know Nebraska played better than they should have against Oklahoma. Michigan State's coming off a pretty good win at Miami, which we didn't think. Was going to happen. We did not. But I don't think Nebraska is that good. No, I don't either. I thought that was and more I'm of an indictment of Oklahoma. I'm starting, to think, I'm starting to think Michigan State might be better than I thought. So I would take a shot with me. So in order, I would probably go Baylor, Michigan State, Arkansas of those three games. I actually think that was more of an indictment on Oklahoma, to be honest. I mean, I. You no, know, you're probably right, but you still have to give Nebraska credit. Yeah. Oh, you do. And, and they've looked held, better since week one when they lost to uh, Illinois. I mean, look, they held Oklahoma to 23. I don't care who you are. or That's hard to do. And uh, they did it. All right. You know? I'll, I'll give you three others, okay? I'll take, speaking of Oklahoma, I'll take West Virginia getting 17 at Norman. West Virginia is not I bad. Looking, I was looking at that, too. But I don't want, see, if Oklahoma will get me both ways. That That's what I fear. They'll get me last week and then get me this week. Okay, I, I'm not actually putting money you. on it, so I don't mind yeah, I putting it on I there. I'll take Stanford at home getting four and a half over UCLA. 
Um, okay. I thought the UCLA was exposed a little bit week uh, last week by Fresno State. Stanford, since they lost to Kansas State on week one, has played pretty well, Pre- really well. Yeah. And, and they're well, coming they home. It. They have a good. They have a good coach. Yeah, and they're coming home for the first time. This is their first home game. Yeah. I I, yeah, I, don't, I I don't know if UCLA's at a point where they should be getting points in a conference game on the road. I just don't. And even if UCLA wins, giving points rather, you, you see it's probably going to be a close game. Yeah, I, I would think. So yeah, so yeah, it yeah. might end up in that field goal range. So I'll take the uh, I'll take the hook. Uh, and lastly, and I have to do it. I'm going to take Notre Dame. I'll get the five against Wisconsin. And I know that the numbers right now for Notre Dame are not great. Their defense is allowing 381 yards a game. Um, yeah, a lot of people, some of the stuff I've been reading, and I look, I don't know, they say it's a bad matchup for Notre Dame. My feeling is, not that I'm thrilled with Notre Dame, but I don't know if they should be getting five points. No. I, I mean, and yeah, I know, Wisconsin, I, I get all that, but if I had to pick a side in that game, I, I would I would lean towards the Irish only because I think it's going to be a pretty good game, and um, yeah, I, I, it just yeah. It, it seems like a pretty good game to me. And if I'm somebody's going to give me five, I'm not in love with the game, but you know, this is where, and I can't. You know, we talked a lot about Kelly last week. This is where I count on Brian Kelly being a good game day coach or a good. A, a a good game plan coach, but as an underdog, I think like when he's favored, it's harder. You know, when you're favored to be somebody by a couple of touchdowns, and you're Notre Dame, and you only win by seven, everybody jumps on you. Yeah, that that just happens. But now he's kind of in a uh, he can't lose, right? A little bit. And there's a path here. Kyrie Williams looked better last week running the football than he has at any of the uh, points in the uh, in the previous two games. Notre Dame looked like they got a running game going against Purdue. That's part yep. one. Part two, Graham Mertz hasn't thrown a, a touchdown yet for Wisconsin. He's, yeah. thrown, he's thrown three interceptions. Wisconsin, just their passing offense is so limited, and I think that's where you can exploit Notre Dame. And, and, and you know, Notre Dame is allowed 235 yards passing per game so far this year, which isn't yeah. awful, but Wisconsin's only averaging about 160, 170. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, that type of stuff, and you're going to give me five? I, I see, and and I maybe like this a, is hard overhead. I, I just think this is the type I of game Notre Dame can win. I see a rock'em, sock'em kind oh, of Oh, it's I, I, I would take yeah. – what's the over-under in this game? 45? I would take the under. Forty five is a low number, though, Kevin. I mean, I would t- if you get into if you could get be seventeen ten, Mike. Yeah, it could be, but it could also be like. Uh, By the way, according to Caesars this morning, it's six and a half. Okay, well, that's even more reasonable. <sighs> hey, I got I, for whatever it's worth. The Wake Forest are favored by three. I saw at this. FSU. Now, I love Dave Clawson because he's yeah he was a Villanova a long time ago. Yep. He's good. He's a good coach. Trust me, he's a, he's a, he's a little he's a little bit like a he's got a little Matt Rule in him. Um, I mean, going to Florida State and you're favored by three, and I I was all over Wake Forest. What was it last week? I think they yep. they yeah they beat somebody pretty. But I I mean, really, what does that tell you about the state of what, whatever? Yeah. whatever. And I look, I'm not saying Florida State can't win. I'm sure they can win. But man, if Wake Forest goes there and wins that game. What does that tell you? It tells you exactly <laughs> what you need to know. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the NFL. Um, 
Do we have to? Yeah, we do. I got a couple. I again, very quickly, I went through these. Uh, they yeah, they might stink or they might whatever. No, I have no idea. Go ahead, you go first. Okay, I wrote, I wrote five down. I wrote three and then two more. So that would equal five, Mike. Yes. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm trying to think which are the ones I like best. I think I kind of like the Pittsburghs giving three to the Cincinnati. Well, that was going to be one of my games. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I know the Pittsburgh has looked, yeah, you know, they looked good the first week, not so good. I know Ben's got his issues. I, I, I understand. Oh, he's all injured, things. isn't he? he? He's injured, but I think he's going to play. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's not going to play. But it's Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. I don't care if Joe Burrow's there. I know Joe Burrow at some point is going to probably be a pretty good quarterback in this league. It just seems to me Pittsburgh's not going to win this game or not lose this game. So I'm taking the shot that they're going to win by more than a field goal. And even if they only win by a field goal, I push. So I, this is more of like a like a, a program game again. I'm going to give Mike Tomlin the benefit of the doubt here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'll take I'll take the Browns. I'll lay seven against the Bears. I can tell you from being out here, and it's going to be Justin Fields getting his first start. Um, yeah. That's a bad spot. That's a bad spot going on the road. No, going on the road. I get the Browns didn't exactly inspire the world last Sunday against the Texans. Um, By the way, the Texans have a little bit of fight. I'll give. I'll give. I'll give their 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 coaching staff credit. That you know, even last night, I thought they played fairly effectively for the first half. They're a horrible team that's going to that's going to fight you. Right. Yeah. It's going. They're going to turn games into a street brawl. Is what it is. Yeah, they're gonna finish they're gonna finish three and fourteen. But what happens they're gonna be a gutty teams, three and fourteen, yes. But here's the problem. When you get to about the ninth or the tenth game, that's when it fades it, off. It's hard to keep the grittiness going. You uh, know, because you're like one in eight or you're whatever you are, and and you know, it's just uh, But but the but the Browns I just think this is the week that the Browns decide they're gonna try to send a message. And the Browns against bad teams are great. The Browns against good teams are. Eh, See to me, that's a good teaser game. Like if you wanted to play a teaser, play, and play the Browns play, right? outright. Yeah, I agree. Browns. Well, you could get them down to one point favorite if you only played a two team teaser. I don't think the Browns are losing that game. I don't know what Justin Fields is going to bring to the equation. I think he's going to struggle just because I don't think the Bears are all that good. Mm-hmm. I think the Bears are just, you know. Whatever you think of Justin Fields, uh, I, I can see the Browns winning like uh, la, 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 27 13. Here's another, yeah, here, here, here's another one. sucker game. Ready? I'll take the Patriots at home. No, I got them too. Laying two and a half against the Saints. Yep. And I thought, I felt the same way you, exactly what you it's just a, said, because New Orleans looked so bad last week after looking so good the first week. But I also come back to the fact that Bill Belichick has a way of forcing quarterbacks to turn the ball over, and no quarterback turns the ball over more than Jameis Winston. And I think they're. I think he likes his quarterback. Uh huh. I, I mean, I don't think it's. I think it's going to be a tight game. That's why I hate laying two and a half because I think it, I don't think New Orleans is going to go there and get beat by double digits. No. But I agree with you. I I, I would, you know, and yeah, and we'll probably get screwed. But yeah, I I agree with you. Because New England has to win this game. They're at home. You know, they know they're going to be, if they're going to try to be a wild card team, I don't think they're going to be Buffalo for the division. If they're going to be a wild card team, they got to win their home games. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to. Um, you know, yeah, I, I agree with you. 
Uh, you want me to go? Yeah, go. Uh, this is the same exact, probably stupid reasoning. I'm going to, the Seattle's laying one and a half. I, I believe actually, it's that. I was actually just mini. looking at that too. It's that mini, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and that, and I know mini hasn't looked, and I'm not the biggest mini played great last week. I didn't think they beat, you know, the Cardinals, whatever. Cause I think the card, but I just look at that game and I'm like, I just think Seattle's going to win it. Yeah. I could be totally wrong because maybe Seattle isn't as good. You may, you might be right. What you said before, you know, maybe they're the fourth best team in the West. Uh, but Seattle I just, coming I, off a tough loss to Tennessee, of course. Yes, and I, I, I'm going to give this this game. I'm putting it in the hands of Russell Wilson. That's what I'm doing here. By the way, and I'm not picking this game. When did the Denver Broncos have the right to to lay double digit figures to anybody? Because the Jets stink. Okay. Get get used to saying this. Sam, all you had to do is look at Sam Darnold. Okay, not that he's Tom Brady, but he goes to to. Matt Rule, he's got Joe Brady as his coordinator, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he looks okay. You know, he, yeah. they're not great, but he looks okay. He's got McCaffrey now. The Jets stink. They are one of those organizations, Kevin, that, and, and you know, you can point them out. There, there's some in every sport. We can point them out in almost any sport and just say, these organizations never win. Now, the Browns were like that for a long, long time, and now they've gotten their act together. Clippers were that way for a long time in the NBA. Clippers were that way, and and I'm sure the Jets at some point in time will. You know, I mean, Rex Ryan went to two AFC title games by winning four road games with, with Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So it can be done. But basically, the Jets, for since they won the Super Bowl, other than that Rex Ryan stuff, and I think they went to one other or two other AFC title games back in the 80s, they've been that franchise. They just can't get out of their own way, and I, I agree with you. I couldn't lay double digits with Denver if you, you know, if I couldn't, couldn't do it. Go. Okay, I'll give you another one. I like the Green Bay's getting the field goal and a, and a half of a hook at the Frisco's. Uh, I think Frisco's a good team. I think Green Bay's a little better. I know the games at Frisco. I know the Packers got snuffed there two years ago, big time in the uh, title game. I don't know. I'm going to take Rodgers over Garoppolo. I'm going to go West, but I'm not going to that game. I don't trust the Packers right now. I, even last okay. week against the, the Lions, I didn't necessarily love what I saw. Um, that game was competitive for a half. Um, I'll take the Raiders to go 3-0, and and I'll lay the four against Miami. Uh, you know, look, I'm, I, I understand Miami. You know, Miami goes to New England and wins. Then they go and lay an egg last week against Buffalo. Uh, I just think that at this point, the Raiders seem like they have something cooking. Uh, that was a good win for them on, on Sunday in Pittsburgh. Uh, you add that on top of beating Baltimore at home. Uh, I I think that atmosphere in Vegas is one of those that... I wonder how visitors are going to handle Vegas and, and how they can handle... All the distractions that Vegas has the night before and all that. The only thing I worried about with that game, Kevin, is the track factor, like you said. Yeah. Like, the, like the Vegas has looked good. Like, am I getting too carried away with them? And, and Miami That's fair. Looks, look, I, Miami looks, like, wounded. Yeah, with that right Tua. Now. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, to me, looks like, you're right, it's a bit of a trap game, but I'm, I'm going to take the yeah. 
I'm going to take Vegas and I'll lay the four. So that's my, yeah, those I mean, are my picks I, I, for the week. I would week. take that side too if I, if I had to take a side because it just looks almost too easy. Uh, and the one game, and I'm not, I really don't have too much of an opinion, but LA at Tampa, or L, Tampa at LA opened LA giving like two. Right. Now they're getting one. I think LA's got a real shot in this game. I really do. I and do I too. hate going against Tom Brady because of everything Tom Brady is and, and all that. Uh, and he'll probably win by two touchdowns. But I think this L.A. team is is kind of halfway for real. I, 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 really I was just going to say, this almost feels like a referendum game on L.A. Uh, look, yeah. if, if the Bucks lose, the Bucks are still good. The Bucks are still... If L.A. wants to be taken as a serious team to knock the, the, the Bucks, if the Rams want to be taken seriously as a potential contender to knock the Bucks off, they have to win a game like this. They do. Because if you yeah. don't win this game at home, then what shot would yeah, you have again in Tampa? Kevin, in-, Kevin, Kevin. in week three, if you lose, the- would it, we, we can look at it that way. I mean, if this game was in Tampa, nobody would be saying that. So the fact that it's, you know, if God forbid they lose to Tampa 28-24, I'm going to sit there and go, what? What am I going to say? Well, you, you, you probably Tampa? would say, you probably would say, if they lose 28-24, but they can't get blown out. I think that's where I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I, I know I hear, but but it's week three. We can't you can't sit there and make statements in week three. You can't make statements in week eight of an NFL season. The Steelers were eleven and zero last year. The Patriots were eight and zero two years ago. So yeah, I just think it's a good game between maybe the two best teams in the NFC. We'll have to see how it all plays out. But they're certainly two of the best three or four or five teams in the NFC. I mean, I think we would all agree on that. I think I, this is the kind of game I just want to sit and watch it yeah, and see what happens. And unfortunately, the Ryder Cup will be on, I think. But that's okay. I'll Whatever I'll do, the Ryder Cup. There, is, there is a back button on your remote that you can go back. And yeah, I, yeah, I hate, yeah, whatever. And I do, I'll flip around all the time. But the Ryder Cup could be over by then anyway. But I just think it's going to be, it's, it's a really cool game to watch. It's just like if the Rams win the game, Everybody's going to sit there and anoint them, whatever. No, 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 no. You got to beat Tom Brady in January. Not in September, not in October, not in a, No, you got to beat him. Now, this game could have maybe ramifications for who gets home field at some point. And don't forget, the Rams schedule is going to be harder than the Bucks, Bucks schedule because yeah. of the division they play in. So, yeah, from that standpoint, it probably does mean more to the Rams. I'm sure if the Bucs lose, they'll say, hey, okay, you know, we lost and we're going to go out and beat somebody in week four. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, from that, I mean, I'm, I would almost lean towards the Rams in this game, only for those reasons. Uh, you know, Matt Stafford probably hasn't played in a game this big in his, his whole career, maybe. Um, Tom Brady plays in these games all the time. Um, I think that's going to be a fascinating, I, I'm really looking forward to just watching, kind of watching that game and seeing what, you know, but I'm not going to make any any. You know, if the Rams win forty to twenty, I'm not going to sit there and say, "Oh my God, Tampa's yeah." You know, oh, what's it? You know, no, it's it's a football game in September between you know. It's like if Alabama plays, uh, you know, Clemson in September, one of them wins. Okay, well, you're probably going to play each other in January, so we'll see what happens then. You know, it's, um, so this it's is good for the, it's good for the NFL. Right. I mean, this is a great matchup for the NFL. Is, is that a, just a regular Sunday 4 o'clock game? Yeah, it's a 425 game. It's okay. a Buck yeah. and Aikman uh, out there. 
And I usually don't care about the four o'clock games a lot. You know, whatever. Unless somebody's playing, I matter. But yeah, man. I mean, and a Sunday where the Eagles don't play, that's a really good game. Yeah, it's um. This will be fascinating. This is an interesting sports weekend because college, look, colleges are um, uh, colleges are interesting because there's not a, a, like the stellar marquee matchup. Notre Dame Wisconsin is probably as close to a marquee matchup as you're going to get this weekend. But there's a couple That's pretty marquee, I would think. Yeah, but they're not like it's neither one of them are top ten. Is what I mean. You're not having like. Alabama, Georgia, or anything like that. But there's a, it's a solid slate. Yeah, there's a decent yeah, number of games. And the NFL, the NFL, because of the fact that uh, that they can, um, that they can, you know, uh, there's going to be some decent games this weekend. I, I, I really believe that this is a a pretty good weekend. And then you get Ryder Cup, and you have the end of baseball. Um, yeah, Ryder which, Cup could be over by then. It's maybe not. Who knows? But, um, but sometimes by late Sunday on American soil, it yeah. can be over. Yeah. And on foreign soil, it could be over for a different reason. All right. So the Phillies obviously enter this last home weekend of the season. Um, As predicted by this midget a month ago. And I don't understand what was so hard to comprehend. I kept saying it, and people were like, yeah, well, they, lo- they lost this game to the Rockies. I'm like, I-, I know, I know, but. They're going to get to the Braves series with something on the line. That's all I said. And they are. They could be in first place going to Atlanta, or they're tied for first. I mean, you know, if they win two, even if they only win two out of three against Pittsburgh, um, you know, the Braves could lose at least one in San Diego, maybe two. And I still don't think, if you, if you said to me, do I think they're going to win the division, my answer would be no. I don't. Because I just think they're going to have a hard time winning more than a game in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. Miami always gives them issues. You know, boy, could you imagine, Kevin? If God forbid, the reason they don't win this thing is because of Miami again. Mike, I oh said that. I said God. that. I said that three weeks ago. That they like the way I could see it absolutely breaking is them going to Miami with the division <laughs> pretty much in their hands and and, and botching it. Yeah, look, anything's possible with this team. Look, I will give them credit. This is the third time, I think, in the last three weeks they've come from six or seven runs down to win a game against bad teams, but you still had to do that. I give them all the credit in the world, and they've blown some games. And look, Noah's been horrible. We know that. Um, Yes, they're not a huggable team. Bryce is having an MVP season, whether he wins the MVP or not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get all locked up into that. He, 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 whether he wins it or not, he knows he had a great season. Okay, but they're just you, you always in the back of your mind. That's why part of me thinks they are going to win it because nobody in Philadelphia thinks they're going to win it. I mean, mm-hmm. you, normally we would be going nuts right now. Okay, as bad as yeah, they're, we know they're only a 500 team, but we'd still be going nuts. Uh, they have a chance to get in the playoffs for the first time in a decade. Most of the people in this town, in the back of their minds, are thinking they ain't going to do. They ain't going to do this. They're going to break our hearts. They're going to come close, whatever. And which is probably why, because we're always wrong all the time. Probably why, you know, they'll 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 somehow I don't know go and win two of three in Atlanta. Or I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah, Noah gives you a great game Wednesday night. You know, he his final game in the se- final regular season game of of a disappointing year. Who the hell knows? I, I mean, they got their three best pitchers in theory. 
going next week against Atlanta. Um, you're going to get Suarez, I guess, against yeah. one, the first Miami game. Uh, I don't Bullpen know. game yeah. in there somewhere, and then Wheeler. I mean, you would assume you, Wheeler will be held back in case he has to start a, a potential playoff against the Braves. Then, but I don't even think you worry about that. You, you, but I, I hear what you're saying. But this is why I said I three can't weeks start ago, Nola. They're okay. playing the O's. They're playing the Rockies. They're playing. I know when they lost to the D-backs, everybody got, oh my god. Okay, fine. They're playing Pittsburgh. They're playing three of the worst four teams in baseball. How can you not? Even if you stink like they did against the Orioles, they won. They still won two or three. Yeah. Against you know because the Orioles were that bad. <laughs> I yeah. mean, the way they played against the Orioles left me sick. It did. The way that they couldn't bat against the Orioles, but they still, you know, they're still here. And I'm telling you, you know, unless something really goofy that I don't see happening, mm-hmm. they're probably going to go to Atlanta, probably a game down. You know, and that means they probably have to win. Well, you got to win at least two or three then. Yeah. Because you can't lose two or three because then you'd probably be out of it. So, so. all right. So, that is our story with, uh, you know, the first three state podcast that we've ever had. Um, hey, enjoy Chicago. Yeah. We, uh, and yeah. Uh, look, if you I, go through Toledo. I'm just telling I, you. Tony. I love how you have recommendations for Toledo restaurants, well, but not for famous, Chicago. It's a famous place. Oh, no, I can give you places in Chicago. I mean, God, go to Al's, Al's, uh, Al's Beef, Al's Chicago Beef. It's the, it's the best sandwich. It's, it, it's great. It's better, in Port, it's, uh, it's better in Portillo's? Well, Portillo's, is, I think Al's is better. Okay. Yes. I, um, and Al's is like they've, you know, they, they've got like 10 Al's now. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Right. I love Al's. I, I get the, the, the roast beef with the sausage, kind of like we do with the Chaps Pit Beef. Um, but if you go to Tony Paco's, that's the famous Klinger place from right. Mask, and they do oh god, they have uh, roast beef, they have the hot dogs, uh, they have the um, um, they do chili, uh, they do the if, if you're in the fried pickles, they do great fried pickles with this dipping sauce. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just one of those places you can you can like say I went to Tony Paco's. Yeah. Well, we're having Lou Malnati's for lunch, so oh. <laughs> Oh God, lose, <laughs> lose is tremendous. <laughs> oh, you guys, you can't. Yeah, you can't miss with lose. No. So, <laughs> all right, Mike. I'll see you when I get back east. Travel safely. Yep. Thank you to Rob Motti for joining us, and our thanks to you for joining us. We will talk to you next week. This has been working the beat. <laughs> <laughs>